Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth from Time to BS. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast, and I got something to tell you all today. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one simple place. Let me explain before we start the show. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one simple place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the show. Videos, you probably know what's going to happen. Um, I'm previewing the NFL season. Yay! Um, this is one of my favorite jerseys, by the way. Um, I love the I love the White Eagle jerseys. Love them. So, might as well do this shit uh, just because. So, and for shits and giggles. Um. Yeah. Not a lot NFL news going on other than the Andrew Luck retirement. So, in a nutshell, this is just going to be me talking bullshit. And, sorry, just typing real quick. Yeah. Not a lot going on, really. So, uh, 
on that just endless bullshit seems bullshit so here we go um might as well do this as i said before for the fifth time um it's just giving me today um it's god damn almost 6 30 in the morning <laughs> here in new york but uh regardless here we go um we're gonna do the afc first um, six to one. Actually, you know, one to six to make the better. So, and then we're gonna do the NFC, and then do playoff predictions and all that. I'm not gonna do any scores. Not gonna do any. I might do some records, but regardless, this is just how it's gonna go. So, if you're watching, here we go. If you're listening, in this case, here we go. Um, the AFC obviously is um. Deeper than what it was last year. So, obviously the emergence of the Cleveland Browns. uh, The emergence of Cleveland makes this far more difficult to to predict. Um, Regardless, people are labeling the Browns as the almighty favorites to win the Super Bowl. I don't know fucking why. That, That team is just filled with cancer. So... Regardless, I'm, I'm peeping over this way because my phone's right there. So, uh, here we go. Uh, number one seed in the AFC, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, I don't think Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, the league MVP, has, excuse me, the same year as he did last year. He threw for five thousand over 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns. I don't think he does that again. He doesn't. So... People are obviously picking to regress. The only reason I have the Chiefs even as the one seed is because uh, the rest of the AFC is just a complete and total shit show. Either offensively or defensively. So, I'd, I'd, in a nutshell, I do have the Chiefs being the one seed. But, obviously, you're looking at this as, oh, so... They're still going to be the one seed, but they won't be as good offensively. No, they won't because Kareem Hunt's not there. Tyreek Hill should have been suspended for minimum eight games, max the season. But, of course, the NFL's a star-driven league and um, doesn't like to suspend their star players, so. Fuck it, you know. Uh, number two, Jacksonville. I have them going 11-5 and five and the number two seed in the AFC. Um, the whole fabric of the AFC playoffs has fucked themselves over because of, obviously, the retirement of Andrew Luck means the Colts won't be as good. Now, I live under the mantra of you can't judge a team or a season based off one player. One player does not change the outcome of a team. Um, it's just with Andrew Luck, they were better because of the quarterback play. Um, you can argue, oh, the Chiefs are a better team with Alex Smith than they are with Patrick Mahomes. Well, last year shows it. Their defense was worst in the NHL. I almost said hockey. Jesus. 
worse than the NFL last year by a country mile. Still, they made it all the way to the AFC title game. Alex Smith is a better quarterback. Like, I don't... Patrick Mahomes is... Okay, I don't want to go too far. I don't want to go too far. Because obviously people are going to say, Oh, you think Alex Smith is a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes? I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't know much. So, Jacksonville is up here because Nick Foles... Getting Nick Foles here in in Jacksonville is a huge deal, huge deal. May not be for, may not be a big deal for the rest of the NFL, but John DeFilippo is the offensive coordinator for Jacksonville, who was the quarterback coach of the Eagles during the Super Bowl run for for Philadelphia. So that's big, that's huge, that you have a guy who knows the system. That is is going to be placed in North Florida. So, and that defense, that defense, if that defense gets becomes, if that defense gets back to being top three or top five in the NFL like they were two years ago, yeah, they're going to be very good. They're going to be very good. Uh, number three, the now six-time defending champion New England Patriots. Um. This was difficult simply because the AFC East has the potential to be a three-team dogfight. Um, so, a lot of people are telling me the Bills could be very good. The Jets have obviously drawn a lot of interest. Um, the Patriots, to me, are the more superior out of all of them. I'm not saying this because my girlfriend's a Patriot fan. I... I've watched a ton of football. I've watched a ton of football. That defense is terrible. That defense is horrible. Yet, because of a Jared Goff fuck-up, they're labeling them. People were labeling the Patriots last season as, oh, the greatest defensive performance in NFL history. Bullshit. Bullshit. That's side the point. Um, the Patriots offensively are going to get there. Defensively, eh, de- that defense is the one thing that's keeping them from going to the one seed in the entire AFC. Number four, Baltimore. Uh, the Ravens, I, I, I do think the Ravens win the AFC North. Um, you know, this, between them and Pittsburgh, I do think they the Ravens come out on top. The defense, granted, they did lose Eric Weddle, Terrell Suggs, and C.J. Mosley, but, you know, they they added Earl Thomas, which is big. They added a former Seahawk, Earl Thomas, uh, for agency. Lamar Jackson, you get a full season Lamar Jackson. You get new receivers in Michael Floyd, who you signed off the streets, Marquise Brown, Miles Boykin, who you got in the draft. Uh, Mark Ingram, good power back. And you obviously got Kenneth Dixon and Gus Edwards as your as your other two backs. So, if the Ravens develop Lamar Jackson into like a Colin Kaepernick type of quarterback, if you get what I'm talking about, Colin Kaepernick, um, his first year and a half of starting, 
he was the more unstoppable dual threat in the NFL. So, if Jackson becomes that, then yeah, we're seeing a completely different Ravens team. Number five, Pittsburgh. Uh, the Steelers have the five seed. Losing Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown might have been the best thing to happen to Pittsburgh in a long time. So, um, I'm not gonna, I'm not saying oh they cleared a ton of cap space because of that. They really didn't. Um, they really did not. So, if you look at the Steelers roster, they they drafted uh, Devin Bush with the tenth pick, uh, trading up from Denver, swapping places with the Broncos to get Devin Bush. Which is great. Because there is probably um, a good chance that Ryan Shazier doesn't come back to play football again. But he's shown promises that he is going to come back. But you're looking at this as saying, oh, he's probably not coming back. So, bringing in Devin Bush and Mark Barron from the Rams helps solidify that linebacking core, but I I do think Barron would be a better safety than a linebacker because you got Vince Williams in there who's pretty good. Um the pass rushers with Bud Dupree and TJ Watt in that in that three four system are really good. So Dupree not as much as Watt, but you're Bud Dupree not as much as TJ Watt. But, um, yeah, uh, number six, and this is where I'm going to lose some people. Um, Buffalo, I do think the Bills make it. Before you exit this video and before you exit this podcast, let me explain why I'm picking the Bills to make the playoffs in the AFC. Um, Josh Allen, what he has shown in preseason has improvement, a lot of improvement. And considering the receivers that he has, um, bringing in John Brown, bringing in Cole Beasley, retaining Robert Foster, possibly Zay Jones if he develops, uh, the tight ends with Croft and, and everyone, Sweeney, that offensive line has improved big time. Um, the defense, people forget that was the number two defense in the league last year, statistically speaking. Um, adding at all of her helps big time. So I'm going with the Bills strictly because I do think the Bills can get there with, if Josh Allen does end up producing the way people in Western New York are projecting them to be. Um, and that defense is only going to get better. That defense is going to get a lot better. So that's the AFC. Um, if you wrote this down, good for you. But if you didn't, just fuck it, you know. <coughs> Excuse me. Now to the NFC. So um, number six. I'm going to go 6-1 to one this time. Uh, number 6, I have the Atlanta Falcons um, as the 6th seed in the NFC. Adding two starters in the offensive line, the draft helps. Uh, with Connor with 
Connor McGovern, Jesus. Chris Lidstrom and Caleb McGarry. Your right tackle on your when your left guards. Your left guard, excuse me. Uh, that helps a lot. Um and the offense is Dirk Cotter as the offensive score is gonna help. People forget that Matt Ryan, prior to his MVP season, his career his career best year was in 2012 when Dirk Carter was the offensive coordinator. People forget that. People really forget that team. That was a really fucking good team. So, yeah, I, I do think Atlanta improves, and I do think the Falcons get in as the sixth seed. So, number five, the Los Angeles Rams, the defending NFC champs. Um, yeah... It's not that I don't, I don't hate the Rams. I don't. I'm happy that LA is getting some glory with the Rams. I'm really happy about that. It's just losing the Dominican Sue, John Sullivan, Roger Saffold, potentially having 50% of, of Todd Gurley. That's going to hurt. That's going to hurt a lot because Jared Goff. His offense runs around Todd Gurley. If you don't get... I know they have this kid, Daryl Henderson, who they picked in the draft, the third round, I think. But you're asking a lot of Jared Goff. We don't even know what Jared Goff is. We don't know who he is. Is he, you know, a guy that potentially is going to throw for 4,500 yards? Or is he going to throw for 2,000 yards... You know, 10 touchdowns and 31 interceptions. Are we going to see, all right, Jared Goff that we saw against Kansas City in that Monday night game? Or are we going to see Jared Goff that we saw in the Super Bowl where he gets three points? So, we have no idea. Um, losing the Dominican Sioux hurts a lot. Um, because... People say, "Oh, the the defense will be good against Aaron Donald." No, it won't. You you need some. You need a whole a defense is a group of eleven guys. Um. So losing the Dominican Sue hurts because you don't have that two man pressure of Donald and Sue on that defensive line now. They obviously address that by bringing Clay Matthews and projecting him to start opposite of Dante Fowler in the linebacking core. But at the same time, you're looking at this as, oh, well, the secondary is good. I'm not, I'm not denying that. But the offensive line losing Saffold and Sullivan inside is going to hurt. Because that's your center, and that's one of your guards. So, the interior pressure, the interior pressure is going to get to Goff, but it's a two horse race in the NFC West. Um, just just spoiler right now. I do think Seattle wins this division. I do. Uh, number four, Dallas. Uh, Weed in, boys. I'm not a Cowboy fan. But for all you Cowboy fans listening, yeah, I do have the Cowboys 
winning the NFC East, assuming the, the uh, assuming the Cowboys do get Elliott signed, and assuming if Dak Prescott div- has the year that I had last year with Amari Cooper and bringing in Jason Wendell back from retirement helps. So. The defense is good. The defense is really good. And it's it's if they're if they are to win the NFC East, it won't be close. It actually would be close. Uh between them and Philadelphia. It would be very close. But if 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 they were one hit win sh- more like, cause I have them at ten and six. If they were eleven and five, and the Eagles were eleven and five as well, uh, both those teams would make the playoffs. That that's how close that division is. So, yeah, Dallas at four, uh, number three. Now, I just want to be completely clear. Seeds one through three in the NFC are three horse race, three horse race, like. Last leg of the race. It's a neck and neck. All the same record. So I'm not... No favoritism here. No no favoritism here whatsoever. My computer's just black. That's weird. Um, so. Here we go. Uh, number three, Chicago. Uh, the Bears are back. And that's great. That is awesome. Um... Mitch Mitch Trubisky has got to develop more uh, in his third year in the league. Um, you can argue, oh, this is well, th- this is true. This is the year he can start to develop negotiating contract negotiations. This is the year he can negotiate a contract extension. So, if he does develop into a good quarterback, like a really good quarterback. Then you could see him getting $25 million per year. Because that's the quarterback market these days. Let's be honest here. Uh, number two, the New Orleans Saints. Um, the Saints are winning a division by default. Um, that's that's a really good division. That's, that's not just a really good division. That's a really good guarantee. Excuse me. I had coffee this morning, so I'm burping because I'm belching like a fucking maniac. Adding Jared Cook is big for the Saints offense because you have that versatile, big weapon in New Orleans that you haven't had since Jimmy Graham. You haven't had that since Jimmy Graham was there. So, obviously, we're going to see how that turns out with Drew Brees. Assuming this is his retirement year so I mean he's going on 41 years old he's gotta retire at some point but who knows he might reti- he might retire at 45 or 50 depending on I, I don't fucking know this is I don't fucking know at all I'm just a guy that's, I'm just a guy wearing a Seattle hat and, a, and an Eagles jersey I don't give a shit so number one Seattle um like I said before the the top three seeds in the NFC are all very fucking close. So, obviously, you're looking at this as. All right, I just want to be completely clear why I'm picking the Seahawks 
to be the top team in the NFC. So, in terms of adding and losing players, they didn't lose much. They lost J.R. Sweezy. They lost Earl Thomas, who was bound to leave anyway. They lost Doug Baldwin to retirement. And, fuck, who else did they lose? I can't fucking remember. Um, I would have said, I almost said they lost Richard Sherman, but that was two years ago. Uh, and G.R. Sweezy. They lost G.R. Sweezy. No, excuse me. I remember now. They lost Frank Clark, J.R. Sweezy, Earl Thomas, and Doug Baldwin to retirement. So, that's four guys. They lost four key... Four guys. This stupid camera, man. Four, four players. Um, they added uh, the Seahawks. Added DK Metcalf, Gary Jennings, John Arsua, uh Phil Haynes, Ziggy Ansa. Potentially, potentially, you're looking at a trade for Jadavian Clowney if this were to happen. Um, I'm not saying if it, if it were to happen. I'm not going by, oh, the Clowney trade is going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen in favor of Seattle. I don't know. But this is going by what I've heard. This is going by what I've seen. I don't think it's going to happen. They have the draft capital to pull it off. But, again, I mean, you're going by a lot of... You're going, you're going by, okay... Seattle's going to get Jadavian Clowney. I don't think it's going to happen. So They had, they had LJ Collier, first-round pick, good run-stopper. Um, Chris Carson, Rashad Penny could potentially be the Deontay Freeman, Devontae Freeman, and Tevin Coleman of the Seahawks, that 2016 Falcons team. Uh, with I think both of them had 1,000 yards rushing. Uh, Coleman and Freeman. But Penny has the skill set to be very good. Carson, we know, is really good. Uh, Carson, we know, is really good. So, uh, again, I'm going by, all right, this team went 10-6 and six with the same team. Same team. So, they probably would have beaten the Rams once out of two tries. Um, I don't think they should have split against San Francisco. And that ugly loss to Denver week one hurts. So you're looking at that in a nutshell. They're 13-3 if that scenario happens. They're 13-3. So I'm going by, all right, Seattle's a Seattle's a Seattle went ten and six because of that, because of Jesus, I can't fucking speak today. Seattle went ten and six the same fucking team, so that that's all I'm going. Um, in terms of who wins in the playoffs, I'm not gonna go that fucking far because let's be honest here, it's a it's a nutshell. In a nutshell, it's a fucking shit show. I can't speak today. It's 6.30 in the morning. I haven't had my two cups of coffee. I'm losing my shit. So, there you go. That's the NFL. That's how That's how I'm going. I'm going to post it on Twitter and New Stadium later. 
But let me know what you guys think um, of how this is going to go. Podcasts will be posted on SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube shortly. So thank you guys for listening. Great time. Talk to you guys later.